Good afternoon, friends. This is Gráinne Tyndall, and you are listening to Gráinne Tyndall of Numbers for Success podcast. And today, my friends, is the last day of 2020. Here we are. It's the 31st of December 2020. And I wanted to come on here as to do a final recording for the year and then for me to give a bit of an insight numerology wise as to what we can expect from 2021. Just a general overview, along with finally getting to the end of the A to a Z guide to solutions or solutions to life. And that was a word that was given to me when I started doing these podcasts back in March. And it began really with a very simply trying to inspire people because in our very first lockdown, certainly here in Ireland and probably around the world, it was the beginning of something none of us had ever experienced before. And there was a lot of fear. And I decided through guidance from spirit that I would just do a daily message and send it around. And I've been doing that ever since, since March the 20th, approximately. And here we are now on the final day of 2020. And I'm sure wherever you are in the world, it's happy, happy new year now in Australia, New Zealand. I know I have some listeners from there and other parts of the world, it's now almost New Year and there's other parts that are still only waking up. And here I am, it's around 12 noon on the day of the last day of the year. And I just thought it would be nice to, firstly, I always want to give gratitude because gratitude for those of you who take the time to listen to these words, because I love broadcasting. I love passing on information and I always believe that whatever you get from it is worth it and feel free to pass it on. And it gives me great joy to do this work. And thanks to all you beautiful patrons, because without you, I couldn't do it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And 2020, you know, marks, I believe, the beginning of a new way of being. And as we now head into 2021, what can we expect numerology wise? Well, firstly, astrology wise, we are experiencing a full moon in the sign of cancer and cancer is usually associated with the matriarch, the mother, nurturing the home. And we actually began 2020 with a full moon in cancer. And it's, it's very auspicious that we are now ending 2020 with a full moon. So I know for me here, because I live near the sea, the full moon last night was just shimmering on the water. It was absolutely breathtaking. And I'm sure wherever you are in the world, you will see that full moon in its glory. And a full moon brings light to situations. It brings wholeness. It also brings a sense of how we love ourselves, the nurturing piece, because that's the word associated with cancer, uh, as in the cancerian sign. And to those who have cancer, either ascendant or um, in their moon or the sun, are usually people who are very nurturing. And they tend to have round faces. Uh, it's quite interesting. I, I'm a cancerian moon and it's interesting, you know, um, I have a round face even uh, at my uh, my fittest. And that's just because it's that nurturing piece. It's that uh, sense of the creator, like the mother, the matriarch. And that's what we're all going through. And, you know, we are all going through an awful lot energetically. Um, I really believe since the 21st of December, 
we really are on a completely different track. And whether you believe it or not, like that conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn, which was looking like the star of Bethlehem in the sky. I know we didn't get to see it much here, but um, in other parts of the world, like it was just breathtaking. And it really does have an effect on us in all ways, energetically, physically, emotionally, mentally and spiritually. And a full moon can affect us because we are primarily water and it, it affects the tides so therefore you know you may find yourself a lot more emotional I certainly have and I feel as I come every year as I come to the tail end of another year I really believe it's a very important time to just look back and how far we have come and certainly for those of us who have got through 2020 and a lot of people have left the planet there's no doubt about it but for those of us who have remained here and will remain here we are part um, of a of a collective of bringing a new way of being into this world. And I'm not talking, I always say this, I'm not talking airy-fairy, I'm very grounded. I'm talking about whilst we're all going through a lot of change again, and that's what 2021 is about. It's just simply the word change. And we have been brought to our knees, literally in 2020, to a place of recovering, discovering, uncovering perhaps, all of the ways in which we respond to things. And I think it's affected each and every one of us. Some people are consciously aware, some people are not, but it has to have affected us all. The restrictions, wherever you are in the world. And here we are again, we're going into a full level five restrictions from today, the 31st of December 2020. So while it can bring up which it can, of course, a lot of fear and, you know, f- the sense of lack of freedom. What we are, we are actually currently about to enter from tomorrow, from January the 1st, we are heading into a period of massive fundamental life change. And the five is always associated with change. It's also a number which is the number of the elements. Um, it's very much around the throat chakra. So it's about communication. And so the year we're coming into 2021 will be about speaking up, being heard, speaking your truth. This is individually and also collectively. So you're going to see an awful lot more things. I know this is usual standard stuff at the beginning of a new year. But what I believe is, is you're going to see a lot more things being uncovered. Um, maybe stuff that has been hidden for years, uh, information, um, you know, that has probably been, you know, has not been shown to the general public. People are going to be more vocal and that's what it's about. It's about vocalising what it is you wish to say, be it in your community or, you know, on the worldwide stage. And we all can do that, friends, because we all have social media. We all have access at the tip of a button. We can connect with anyone anywhere in the world at any time instantly. And so I do believe that 2021 will be collectively a, like a revolution now and, and an evolution. And I love playing with words because in order for us to evolve, it has taken us 400 million years, really, um, for the first life form on Earth. And then what happens, therefore, about 200,000 years ago, um, you know, we started working with tools, creating tools and axes and, you know, all types of things to get us to be able to uh, get food and shelter, which is really what we're still at. And that was what 2020 was about, creating a foundational piece, which we were in order to build up to the next level. And as we head into 2021, that's what we're doing now. We're creating 
Um, we've created a foundation of sorts, but now we're going to break through. So you think in terms of um, what's happened in the last number of hundreds of years, like about, you know, for the last hundred years, we've had the in you know the Industrial Revolution was the last 150 to 200 years. And then we had, of course, about 100 years ago or more now, the invention of cars and planes and equipment like army equipment and so forth and then of course we go a bit coming closer to us about 50 60 years ago the first you know the major computers were um uh, were com- were completed and formed and then huge mainframes and then we go now where we use our phones for everything and technology and we also have very much I feel that this year that we're coming into in 2021 will be about ac- accessing things such as um free energy um, free fuel, all that type of thing, because we have a lot of more, um, you know, we're using a lot more technology for our cars instead of using substances from the earth. We're like oil, we're and we're gas. And now we're looking at things like, um, uh, you know, uh, electricity and so forth and free, free, uh, free Wi-Fi, all of those things, free energy, basically. And I feel that's what 2021 will be about. It's going to be about massive breakthroughs. That's what five is about. Now, it could be a tug of war. Um, I think it will be. I know it will be because the five is about that. It's like, you know, pulling and pushing. And it can be warlike situations. Of course it can. And, you know, I personally believe that this is very much warfare that we're experiencing. And I'm not saying that like to cause fear. It is. But we have a lot more technology and awareness. And that's the key than what we would have had perhaps you know, back in the First World War and Second World War, which was a completely different dynamic and yet very same. So the five is about breaking patterns of behaviour. And I feel as a world, you know, coming into this period of 2021, this is our time to really access history, uh, his story and his story and to really look at it and say, okay, what is working? What is not working? And you can do that wherever you are in the world. You can be the change. So start with yourself. Now, not waiting for your governments or your local politicians or your doctors or your clerics, whatever it is, teachers. It's about you taking the first step. And I feel this is such an important time to do this and we have to do it. And 2021 will really be about, I believe, there will be an evolution and a revolution. There's going to be a lot of revolting um, this year coming into 2021 because people are speaking up. People want to be heard. So that's where I say it to anyone who will listen to me. Please, please do your research. Research everything. Do not take anything at face value because this is your time. You, wherever you are, to really decide what is your truth and it's about speaking hearing talking singing laughing your truth that's such an important thing to do it's really about knowledge and I just feel you know to embrace this change will be the best thing because I read something yesterday which I found very appealing it says not everyone is in the same boat we might be riding the storm but everyone is in a different place some people might be uh, in a yacht some people might be in a tugboat other people could be in a, a, a massive ship it depends on where you are in your evolution in your involvement and that's such an important thing and so whilst we all have different methods of coping We all are experiencing the same thing, but with different tools, with different equipment. 
So be gentle on other people. It's important that we don't judge how other people maybe respond. There could be people in your life who are really fearing fearing what's going on. And there could be other people who don't care and have no responsibility. But that's their choice. You have to find your own um, method of transport, your own method of, of going with the flow of this storm. Because it is a storm and it's a big one. And there will be plenty of little storms and teacups. But if you can go with the storm, knowing you are protected in whatever way that is, you know, you will be able to get through this. I promise. And you've heard it here. And I just also believe that, you know, this year, 2021, that we're heading into is very much again about ecology. It has to be. There has to be change. And I really believe like we certainly through this whole uh, lockdown since March, certainly there has not been as many tsunamis and as many fires and uh, storms, not as many as there was. Of course, we have bad weather, but nothing to the extent that we would have had this time last year. Australia was burning to the ground and and then by March, we were able to hear birds singing. We were able to literally listen to stillness. The The animals were starting to come in from the outskirts of the cities into the cities at nighttime because there was no cars and there was no pollution. It was so extraordinary. So now we must start taking the responsibility for our the animal kingdom, for sustainability of the earth. This is what 2021 is also about. We have to do some things, some serious, serious changing. But we've done the groundwork in 2020. So bring it on. And as the darkness of December is moving towards the light, as we go into the brighter days coming into January, I always, you know, I love to look back on December and I see it as a time of, you know, as gift giving, even during this kind of restrictive periods. But it does offer an opportunity to express our generosity and our thanks to those in our life and to those who truly matter. And I feel that's one of the greatest blessings really of 2020 is the, the sense of commune and community and people really coming together not maybe physically, but even emotionally and even technologically wise, we've all become experts on Zoom. And it's just been able to do that, to connect in with people. It's still not the same as a big owl hug because I'm a real hugger and I miss that. I do miss that hug and I'm sure you do too. But it's just that we're preparing for something much better, I promise. So maybe just to, to, as it's the last day of the year, I thought it might be nice for if you wanted to maybe take some time just to reflect, you know, just reflect on the fact that December is a month of giving and receiving gifts from family and loved ones. And, you know, two kinds of gratitude result. One is the kind we feel when we receive and the other is what we feel when we give. And just notice, is it easier for you or more difficult for you to receive than it is to give and vice versa? And remember, your beautiful mystical heart relishes giving and receiving with equal gratitude. So maybe just explore that. Do you find it easy to give or to receive? Reflect upon what has been hale and hearty and whole for you during the holy holidays. And has healing occurred in your life experience in 2020? Have you really come to know who you are? Has it been a struggle? Sit with it. Maybe explore it today. Give gratitude for the periods of grace and healing and wholesomeness that you have received. 
Um, and also, what mystical experiences have you experienced in 2020? Because by God, we had many times to sit with that. There, These are times when you have experienced maybe um, the disillusionment of your ego and merged into a, a sense of love or grace or peace or harmony. Has that happened to you this year? Have you really sat with that and really explored it? Because to be of grace is one of the greatest things that you can. It's just a sense of wholesomeness and peace. Did you find love this year? Did you find a partner? Did you really come into that sense of wholeness with another one, another person? Does someone come back into your experience from your past? Or does somebody new come in? Or did your relationship undergo a transformation? As I think most relationships, all relationships, not just love relationships did as we experienced the energies of 2020. And did you find that you really, did you enjoy this year? I know that may not probably be the apt uh, word to describe enjoyment of 2020 but maybe there was periods of it that you really embraced and reveled in and you know really discovered things about yourself also um the a to z solutions it has to be the last letter and it's the letter z and the word i feel i'm given to describe the solution to everyday living is to have the zest for life the zest for living and the word zest it, it makes you smile when you say it zest and it's very much about that sense of whilst going through whatever one is going through is to find something every single day that makes you smile and it is possible it can be meeting a stranger who is a little baby with them who just looks up and smiles at you it could be watching something on facebook or youtube of animals whatever it is it could be a loved one gazing into your eyes so it's finding something that brings that zest for living and that's what i feel uh, really sums up this a to a z guide for solutions of everyday living the zest to live the zest to keep going and um it is winter proper the cold weather such as it is has come to stay i bloom indoors in the winter like forced hyacinths i come in to come out and that's what the writer annie dillard tells us at night i read and write and things i have never understood become clear i reap the harvest of the rest of the year's planting and that's very much about becoming change um, as we enter into the January period and the darker evenings, certainly here in the Northern Hemisphere, it's very, very cold at the moment, but it's very bright and cold, very cold at night. So it's almost, as she says in her poem there, Annie Dillard, she talks about it's, it's, it's almost like being forced to stay indoors like a bloom. And change ambushes us so many times and upsets our comfortable routines. But in January, which will which is coming tomorrow, change is expected, even invited, especially heading into a number five year, which we're about to do. And, you know, as we head into New Year's Eve tonight, we'll be celebrating in our own way individually or with a few, couple of people maybe in your household. You know, it's to embrace it. It's to make the, the resolution, to resolve, to maybe resolve what has happened this year and to acknowledge how far you have come 
to really acknowledge that. And a wonderful thing I heard, and I think it's a nice thing to try, it's a way to celebrate personal change as we head into 2021, is to plant a small indoor bulb garden. Now, I love snowdrops. I love them. I just, when I see snowdrops and daffodils, I know spring is coming. So how about planting snowdrops? And you get little twigs and maybe small tags and label label things like what you're going to bring in for your year, such as to be more adventurous, to flirt, to um, to resolve, to be kind every day, whatever it is, and attach it to the shoots of the bulb, okay? And it's a much more and much nicer way of creating your resolutions and as the bulb starts to flow and grow into whatever beautiful flower it is in your indoor bulb garden you'll actually see your resolutions um, growing as well so um, psychologists tell us that it takes at least 21 days to break and to form a new habit to be to be held which is just about the time it takes for most indoor bulbs to blossom so what I love about this ritual is that it just keeps reminding me of the fresh way that positive conscious change brings about unexpected beauty in our daily living. So I really believe that that's something you could try. It'd be beautiful. And, you know, on some days, nothing might seem to not be happening in the bulb garden or in your life. But when you look at the slow, steady growth of the bulbs, it's so encouraging and to prompt to keep at it, right? And suddenly overnight, that's when you see that spurt. It's like your consciousness registering the growth of something new within you. And that's what good old George Eliot said. There has been many circulations of the sap before we detect even the smallest sign of a bulb and that was George Eliot from Silas Marner which is a book I did many thousands of years ago in, in college so the point is if you attach the little piece to the bulb it'll remind you how much you are growing and it takes about 21 days to resolve so my dearest friends it has been an absolute pleasure to do these podcasts I will be continuing of course usual time from Mondays from now on this is an exception I took some a little bit of time just to to be around my family and I'm sending you the happiest of 2021 embrace the change dear friends and resolve to be the change and your world will change as well many blessings and love